0: for today's meeting, so there is no need to do roll call, because all the commissioners are present for today. Um, Also for staff, um, we have Director of Cultural Affairs, Ralph Remington. um, Deputy Director of Finance Administration, Raleigh Catapain. Deputy Director of Programs, Joanne Lee. And Senior Administration of Analyst, um, Sandra Panopo, also present for today.
1: Thank you. I am delighted to welcome two new commissioners. Today, commissioners Ricardo Benavides and Seth Brinzel, Thank you. were sworn in prior to this meeting. Uh, Commissioner Benavides is an expert in event decor, design, and production. And Commissioner Brinzel brings deep experience in the arts education field, specifically through the study of, compo- of musicianship, improvisation, and composition. We look forward to your leadership on the commission. I also want to um, re-welcome Commissioner Rothschild who was sworn in again today and oriented. So it's wonderful to have this room so full of of commissioners. Thank you. I want to remind the commissioners of the updated rules for in-person meetings of city boards, commissions, and advisory bodies beginning March 1st, 2023 upon the termination of the mayor's COVID-19 emergency <coughs> orders. All public bodies meeting, will, uh, meeting bodies will be required to return to the in-person format and members of commissions will no longer be able to attend remotely even if sick or have had prior exposure to COVID. In addition, remote public comment will also be no longer required except for people who request a reasonable accommodation. The full commission meetings will continue to be held in person at City Hall and remain hybrid meetings. Subcommittee meetings will be changed from the remote to in person in room 125 in the War Memorial Veterans Building beginning March 2023. I also want to let you know about two upcoming administrative items first we all need to file the annual form 700 statement of economic interest for 2023 staff will be mailing us the information shortly second all Commissioners will be receiving sfgov.org emails staff will use this um, to send us information um, and will send us the information to set up the accounts and we will no longer be using our personal email accounts for Arts Commission business. And now some public meeting instructions. This meeting is being held in person and by teleconference pursuant to California Government Code Section 54953 and the 54th supplement to mayoral proclamation declaring the existence of a local emergency. Today the Arts Commission's is meeting, meeting is being streamed using the WebEx platform that will allow for remote viewing and public comment. While this technology allows individuals to join the meeting remotely, it may not be as seamless as we would prefer. There will be gaps and delays as staff transitions the technology between speakers. Please know that we are doing our best and we ask for your patience. Before we begin, I want to remind all individuals present and attending the meeting in person today that all health and safety protocols and building rules must be adhered to, although masks are no longer required in the hearing rooms. Those who wish to continue wearing masks indoors are encouraged to do so. Masks will be available upon request, Uh, uh, upon entering the building if you desire one. We appreciate your cooperation with these essential rules and requirements for everyone's health and safety. Failure to adhere to any building rules and conditions may result in your removal from this room. Please note that hand sanitizer stations are available throughout the building and at each elevator. I want to remind us about the policies and procedures for public meetings. At this meeting, we are bound to follow the structure of our agenda and adhere to the best practices set forth in the Good Government Guide. At every public meeting, there is a place for general public comment, where (coughs) members of the public may comment on any item pertaining to this body. In this case, please keep your general public comments to items that are under the purview of the San Francisco Arts Commission. For every item on the agenda, there is a space for public comment pertaining to that item. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comments on topic. Each public comment is limited to three minutes. Public comment will be taken in person and remotely via WebEx. For each item, the Commission will take public comment first from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. Instructions on how to provide public comment will be shared by Commission Secretary uh, Lopez White shortly. Last, a few virtual housekeeping uh, meeting items. Um, Commissioners and staff, please mute your microphones to minimize background noise. When you speak, you will have to unmute yourselves. Commissioners, please speak directly into the microphone and introduce yourself when you speak so that callers on the phone know who is talking. I will now turn this over to our Commission Secretary, treca Lopez-White, for public comment instructions. Ms. Lopez-White.
0: Okay. The public is encouraged to submit their public comment in two ways, one in person during this meeting, or two remotely via Webex. For members of the public who wish to comment on agenda items, The phone number to call for public comment is 415-655-0001. The access code is 2494-835-6446. Numeric passcode is 7322026 to join the meeting as an attendee. You may also make public comment using the WebEx link. When you click the Webex link, you will be prompted to the following information. To enter the following information, your first and last name in your email. These fields are required, however, if you wish to remain anonymous, you can type public in the first and last name field and public at public.com in the email field. Please make sure that you are in a quiet location and all devices around you are muted so there is no echo when you speak. At the appropriate time, the Chair will ask for public comment for members of the public Using the WebEx link, please click the icon to raise your hand. This will put you in the public comment queue. When you are called on, you will see a window pop up, the request to be unmuted. You must click to be unmuted. Now, for members of the public calling by phone, you'll be prompted to press star three when public comment period opens. This would this will add you to the speaker line, and when the pu- when the system says. You're asked to be unmuted. Press star six to unmute yourself. This is your time to speak. The microphone has been unmuted, and you will hear us ask you to state your name and to make a comment. Your encouragement are encouraged but not required to state your name for the record. I will start your three minutes when you begin speaking using a visual timer. You also receive a 30-second audible warning. When your time is up, I will say, caller, hey, your time is up. At that point, I will place you on mute and moved out the speaker line. We would pause briefly before closing public comments to ensure there's no additional commenters that wish to speak on these items. Participants who are wish to speak on agenda items can remain on the line and listen to the next public comment opportunity. Any individuals who speak during public comment period at today's meeting can send a brief written summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less at art-info at sfgov.org. The summary may be rejected if it exceeds the prescribed word limit or is not an accurate summary of the speaker's comment. Public comment instructions are also shared on the screen during each public comment period. You may also notice that WebEx also include a closed captioning function. You may turn these items off and on at the bottom left corner of your screen. President Collins, are you ready to proceed for the meeting?
1: Of course. Thank you. I would like to start the meeting by reading our land acknowledgement statement. The San Francisco Arts Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral home of the Ramatush Aloni, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Aloni have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside on their, in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatosh community, and by affirming their sovereign rights as first people. As a department committed and dedicated to promoting a diverse and equitable arts and culture environment in San Francisco we are committed to supporting the traditional and contemporary evolution of the American Indian community I now like to call agenda item number two which is AB 361 legislative impact this is an action to adopt a resolution setting forth findings required under Assembly Bill 361 that would allow the Arts Commission and its subcommittees to hold meetings remotely in accordance to uh, the modified Brown Act teleconferencing set forth in AB 361. I would now like to recognize any questions or discussion from any commissioners who are present. Any hands raised? I'm seeing none. I now ask like to ask for a motion to adopt a resolution setting forth the findings required under Assembly Bill 361 that would allow the Arts Commission and its subcommittees to hold meetings remotely, according to the modified Brown Act teleconferencing set forth in AB 361.
2: So move Beltran.
1: Second. Shelby. Thank you. Is there any public comment on AB 361? Legislative impact. Seeing none. Um, Secretary uh, Lopez White. We will be taking any comments, um, in-person comments first and then looking at those remotely uh, Mm -hmm. for raised hands uh, who are listening.
0: I will be taking in-person public comment first. For those who are joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via Webex. If you're calling by phone, press pound, star 3 to be placed in the queue. Please press only once. Pressing it more will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen for public comment. We are on item two. Okay. As a reminder, your time will begin when you start speaking. You will see a visual timer if you're listening by WebEx. You will also see a visual timer if you're joining in person. You'll receive a 30 second audible warning and you will be mute once your time is up. If you wish to speak on other items, you may stay on the line. Any individuals who are speak at today's meeting can send a brief written summary of the comments to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less at art-info at sfgov.org.
3: You mentioned that the meetings here are required to be all in person. And then now, subsequently, it appears we can have um, subcommittees and the full Arts Commission um, online or remotely. So I just wanted clarification on that.
4: So we don't address public comment. Is this is public comment? We don't go back and forth in dialogue. So I'm okay. trying to figure out what's.
3: Okay, my apologies. I. Um, yeah. I'm new to this.
4: Uh, are you trying to make a statement, or I'm just trying or to figure out? To is clarify. that what you want to do? No, just sure. clarifying. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, I just wanted a
1: clarification. Just, it's very simple. So what you're looking at is what we have to do now, but the remote meeting context is being changed going into the future as of
4: march first the committees the committees will all be in person at that point uh the reason why we don't dialogue in public comment is because once we open that door then that door is open and so <laughs> that's why we don't and have a dialogue back and forth but for purposes of information yes march first is when the committee will will the committees will be in person at that point okay Thank you. And and did you have a uh, and it's fine. Did you have a did you have a statement you wanted to make here?
3: Um, I'm just trying to figure. No, not at this
4: point. Not at this point. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, thank you. I
3: am here
4: for a reason. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you. I didn't know whether it's to observe or whether you had a statement. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, we have no public comment remotely. Public comment is now closed.
1: So now may I ask for uh, any commissioner discussion or comments? Seeing none, I would now like to call for the final motion. All those in favor, please say aye. All opposed, please say nay. Roll call is not required.
2: Aye. 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 aye.
1: aye. No nays. The motion carries. I'm now calling for agenda item number three, the approval of the minutes. The approval of the minutes is a discussion and possible motion to approve the minutes of January 9th, 2023. Um, I, would remi- I would like to remind commissioners to say their name uh, after they respond to a motion. And I'm asking for a motion now to approve the January 9th, 2023 minutes.
5: So move
1: Shioda. Second. Second. Beltran. Thank you. I'm now calling for any public comment. Is there any public comment on item number three, the approval of the minutes?
0: We will be taking an in-person public comment first. For those who are joining remotely, please raise your hand if you are listening via WebEx. If you are calling by phone, press star 3 to be placed in the queue. Please press only once since pressing it more than once will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 3. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer if you're listening by WebEx and you will see a visual timer if you're joining in person. You'll receive a 30 second audible warning and you will be muted once your time is up. Okay. You also receive a 30-second audible warning um, and you will be muted once your time is up. If you speak on if you wish to speak on other items, you may stay online. Any individual who speak during public comment at today's meeting can send a brief written summary of the comment to be included in if it's 150 words or less at art hyphen info at at org. Let's see. we have no public comment public comment is now
1: closed thank you i'm now calling for any commissioner discussion or comments seeing none i'm now going to ask for a final motion all those in favor say aye 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 opposed nay motion carries i'm now going to call item number four which is general public comment general public comment this allows members of the public to comment generally on matters within the committee's purview, as well as to suggest new agenda items for the committee's consideration. I'm now calling for any public comment. Is there any public comment on item, uh, public item number, public comment on item number four, general public comment?
0: Okay. We will be taking in-person public comment first. For those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star 3 to be placed in the queue. Please press only once. it will remove you from the queue. <coughs> Comments are on. instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 4. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking, and you will see a visual timer if you're listening via WebEx and you will also see a visual timer if you're joining in person. You'll receive a 30-second audible warning and you'll be muted once your time is up. If you, speak on, if you wish to speak on other items, any visuals um, to speak on public comment at today's period, may send a brief written summary to be included in the minutes, um, if it is 150 words or less at art-info at sfgov.org. Okay, welcome to the San Francisco Arts Commission. And we're on item four, general public comment. Just to let you know you have three minutes, and your time will start when you begin speaking. Thank you. Thank
3: you. Cindy um, Rose. And um I apologize. I'm not actually really well prepared for my statement. Um, I just actually kind of got really um, introduced to this commission um, on Friday, just um, by chance. And so, anyways, I started doing some research on um, from the website and information that I could obtain, and um, and I did watch uh, uh, one meeting that was quite interesting, and I started looking into the financial statements um, that were available on the website, um, and I didn't dig, you know, super far, but um, anyways, I couldn't really make um, didn't really make a lot of sense to me, um, or it was not very transparent as to the um how the expenditures are being outlayed, um and particularly the um yeah so just in general like um to have more transparency for the financial statements and then just as a other general statement um i've attended a number of performances at the san francisco symphony recently and i've also um, been a former uh subscriber to the san francisco ballet and i've attended a um Exploring ballet and met a, chor- a young choreographer uh, uh, recently. This past week or two, and was concerned about. Um, I mean, she was very gracious, and um, she had definitely was skilled, you know, in classical and lyrical ballet or contemporary uh, ballet. But um, I had other concerns as to some of the comments she made and uh, the training that she's uh, receiving. So, um, or has received, and she's been um, with the San Francisco Ballet since uh, I think she was a young child. So anyways, I have a lot of, um, so anyways, I'd like to get involved with the, um, the arts community in San Francisco, um, and even just larger in general. And um, I have a, some backgrounds I think that I could, that we could benefit from each other.
1: thanks for your comment is there any further public comment
0: I see no public comment online um, double checking. no Second. additional public comment in person public comment is now closed thank you
1: thank you I'm now going to call agenda item number five which is our directors report uh,
4: Thank you President Collins. Uh, Good afternoon Commissioners. Uh, Great to uh, be in the company of all of you uh, today Um, Happy February happy black history month happy Lunar New Year Uh, You're the you're the rabbit year the cat if you're from the Vietnamese community Um, uh, February is black history month as you know and I'm happy to share that our staff are are working on a, a hashtag SF Arts BHM series which uh, where throughout the month they will be highlighting some of San Francisco's black arts and cultural leaders including many of our artists, grantees, commissioners and staff on our social media accounts. Uh, please be sure to follow along on all of our agency's social media accounts and check those, um, those items out. <coughs> Excuse me, before I begin this um, month's director's report, I'd also like to Uh, take a moment and extend a warm welcome to our uh, two new commissioners. Commissioner Ricardo Benavides, Uh, welcome. And uh, Commissioner Seth Brenzel, thank you, welcome. Uh, I along with the Arts Commission staff look forward to working with you uh, both in support of our agency's mission to to promote and champion the arts in San Francisco and to see what trouble we can get into so <laughs> so, so uh, thank you thank you so much uh, for uh, um, giving us your time and your efforts uh, it's much appreciated
5: wow.
4: <clears throat> so to start this month's report I'd like to share a few highlights from some recent events this past month uh, I went out to uh, from uh, January 17th to the 21st I, I went out to um, Uh, New York City and met with uh, Commissioner uh, Lori Cumbo who's the Commissioner of Cultural Affairs in uh, New York City and her deputy uh, Alton Mary. Uh, We were together in Helsinki um, uh, during the World Culture Cities uh, Summit and uh, we developed a relationship uh, to share ideas and our Respect of our respective agencies and ways to collaborate. So I went out there and met with a number of cultural leaders. I uh, also, I, I should say, at the top, um, went out there to see also Carolina Aranabar Fernandez's uh, show. That was um, that was at the uh, Q Gallery uh, on West Twenty Fifth. It's still up. It'll be up for the next, I think, four four weeks or so. And um, and that's our new. Carolina is our new director of our galleries and public programs. And uh, it's a wonderful show, so it was great. Um, but Commissioner um, Kumbo uh, took. Bless you, bless you. Good uh, night, um, Commissioner Lori Kumbo. And I um, immediately uh, struck up a friendship in Helsinki. Uh, we have a lot of commonality in that uh, we're both graduates of HBCUs. She came out of Spelman, I came out of Howard. Uh, both um, uh, founded cultural institutions. He, she founded Mokeda, which is in Brooklyn. That's uh, their MOAT, right? The, uh, that, that's there. Uh, I founded Pillsbury House Theater in Minneapolis. We're both uh, former city council members on her New York, me in Minneapolis. And uh, we both run major city departments and cultural affairs, uh, her, New York, and me in San Francisco. So obviously there's a lot of uh, synergy there. Um, While I was out there, I visited BRIC, a leading arts and media institution uh, anchored in downtown Brooklyn, whose work spans contemporary visual and performing arts, media, and civic action for over 40 years. I met with their CEO, Wes Jackson, African-American man who, uh, was uh, leading a, a lot of the presentations in the hip-hop scene in Brooklyn for many, many years, and now is leading leading Brick, so it's a big deal uh, for, for him to be in that role. Uh, their main venue, um, they have their main venue, they offer a public media center, they have uh, exhibition spaces, they have two performance spaces, a glass wall TV studio and artist workspaces. Um, so I uh, then went over to BAM, uh, Brooklyn Academy of Music, and met with their president and CEO, Gina Duncan, who's African American, and Coco Killingsworth, uh, who's also African American, and you know, Coco, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Gina's the a former produce, uh, producing director at Sundance Institute, and she produced uh, the Sundance Film Festival. Coco is the VP of Creative uh, Social Impact uh, at Brooklyn Academy of Music. Uh, perhaps there are ways that we can expand our presenting here, and are producing here because we have not leaned into performing arts uh, at the San Francisco Arts Commission. So there's perhaps ways that we can do that, maybe produce a couple times a year, expand our presenting offerings. We're, we're in the War Memorial Building. It's a chance with our strategic plan to start unpacking some of that with you all and start visioning the future and see how we can expand behind uh, and build this, but beyond this small little space we have here and expand it throughout. Um, San Francisco and possibly the Bay. Uh, So that's uh, kind of how we're starting to think around this stuff. Um, I visited the Nick Cave Show at the Guggenheim, a powerful statement on the diaspora and how how, uh, African-American culture has been formed and how we embrace uh, culture and family and community in the midst of uh, pain, suffering, trauma, but we also find joy. Uh, so um, that show was powerful, and it was a powerful conversation, a dialogue to see that show next to Carolina's show, because Carolina really examines extraction and the diaspora of various uh, uh, cultures and metals and resources and those kinds of things. So what extraction um, brings and the pain and trauma that extraction can inflict? On cultures and communities, uh, that conversation and that dialogue was very interesting to have. As I was in New York and thinking through these things, uh, I also saw two shows. Uh, the collaboration was about um, Jean-Michel Bas- Basquiat and Andy Warhol, um, and uh, and that was excellent. Basquiat's my favorite artist, um, so uh, that was wonderful for me. And Kwame Kyaama, who used to be the artistic director at Baltimore Center Stage, um, he's a uh, Brit, and he runs um, uh, the Young Vic in um, in London now, so uh, he used to run Baltimore Center Stage, and he's a great writer, director. He directed that show, a uh, uh, brother uh, from uh, African heritage, but he's a, a, a British uh, uh, Afro-Brit, and um, so, and um, The Piano Lesson with Sam Jackson, and, and directed by Latanya, his wife, Latanya Jackson, and, and a, a great cast of people, Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, was in it. A uh, number of folks, uh, really, really great uh, production. Um, and uh, of course, Carolina's show. So uh, I also met with Thelma Golden, who mentioned uh, you and Paula, uh, President Collins, uh, that she knew you all really well. And uh, she runs the, she's the President and CEO of the Studio Museum in Harlem. Uh, so uh, Commissioner Cumbo and I met with her, talked talked through some possible areas of collaboration with us in Studio Museum in Harlem. Uh, talked extensively with Commissioner Cumbo and and her deputy for that week about the, about the week of um, culture and democracy for race and democracy that I've been talking about uh, with my um, membership with uh, or my board seat on Race Forward, and so we're trying to kind of talk through how we might put together a week of culture for uh, uh, race and democracy around this and, and to have it extrapolated throughout the entire country. And this year in New York, there's a big 50th year celebration of uh, the anniversary of hip hop, as many of you may have seen in, uh, on the Grammys last night. And uh, so that's a big thing. So we're trying to figure out how we can collaborate East Coast, West Coast on that. And um, and how that might be all a part of the same same thing. So we're starting to dream and visualize um, and envision what the future might be, and how we can look at East Coast West Coast not as a separate thing, but as a unified uh, of unified thing. Uh, so poss- with possible uh, future collaborative opportunities. Um, so I also met with Freedom Bailey, who. Um, is the new director of artistic programming at the Public Theater in New York, and Freedom and I have known each other a long time. I know uh, Jeannie knows him as well, and um, and he's um, he's an amazing guy. His wife, Patricia McGregor, is the new artistic director of New York Theater Workshop, um, African American. Um, so these these are first time they. African-Americans have been placed in these positions and these roles um, across the country and and so We're starting to see how new dynamics uh, Start to play out with all of this so that's kind of uh, a summation of that that trip pretty much and what happened there lots of people lots of collaborating possibilities um, lots of inspirational possibilities and and even at BAM I I I'll be attending, oh, I'll also, I'll also tell you I'll be attending Freeze in LA um, next week um, with Soma Arts Director Maria Jensen. Uh, so I'll, we'll be down there uh, at Freeze. Um, the following week, I'm going on my own back to New York City because uh, when I was in uh, Brooklyn Academy of Music, I saw that they were producing Sign in Sidney Brewstein's Window, which Lorraine Hansberry piece, Lorraine Hansberry, many of you know, wrote uh, Raisin in the Sun, and that's her most well-known play. But the sign of Sidney Brustein's window is even more brilliant in my, in, in, my, uh, in my opinion, right? I mean, it's about the root of what we stand for, what do you stand for, and what about power and corruption and how that plays out in not only art, but politics and community, and how do we stay true to ourselves and have integrity as we're doing our work. And so I had to go back and see it. Oscar Isaac is uh, starring in it, along with uh, Rachel Brosnahan from Mrs. Yeah. Maisel. So uh, it should be a great cat. And, uh, and I think Robert De Niro's son, who's African-American uh, with Tukey um, uh, Davis, uh, his, his son with her, and he's starring in it as well. So anyway, it's, um, it's gonna be a, um, a wonderful event, and I can't wait to go back, and I'm glad they're doing it. So yeah, that's yeah. that was my New York, uh, a moment, a moment a right, so, so a New, so, minute. A new York a Minute, moment. yeah, just a minute, all. four days, right, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and on January 26th, I was able to join fellow commissioners for a reception for the launch of Woman Life Freedom <laughs> at the Asian Art Museum, in support of Commissioner Hakimi and Art Rise Collective, uh, this was a truly magnificent exhibition, uh, Thank you so much, I'm so honored to be there. Um, It featured a projection of incredible artwork by anonymous uh, Iranian artists uh, on the facade of the Asian Art Museum. Thank you, Commissioner Hakimi, for including us. And do you want to say anything about that at all?
6: I just want to thank you for being there. It meant the world to me. And uh, the people who were there were watching. A lot of people yeah. were watching us yeah. globally. I just want to say that nice. you know? <laughs> And I just wanted to point out, it wasn't just Iranian artists. A uh, half of them turned out because it was a blind submission. Half of them were from Iran. Um, the other half were from the diaspora. And some were actually non-Iranians. That mm. was the whole point uh, of it, to show the the, um, the intersectionality of the issue. And last night, uh, it was the biggest honor to watch the First Lady to give the uh, Grammys to Chervin, who was the uh, singer who actually, on our video, you hear his mm-hmm. song, who's the anthem for the revolution and the uh, women left freedom. So having her give that Grammy was, and it was actually a special gift because I don't think they had that um, so, wow. Grammy yeah. before. They just wow. opened it for this, this situation. Right. So back-to-back having this, it just means the world to a, a lot of us. Well, and a lot of women who are watching, actually, too. Yeah. I think it's not just for us. It's just a lot of women. Because we're just talking about gender um, apartheid now, which yeah, I'm glad we're having that conversation on a global level. So well, thank you for being there. Yeah, thank the you world. so
4: much. It was, it was just <laughs> wonderful to be here. Uh, On January 30th, I joined Mayor London Breed and API community leaders, elected officials, and other city officials for the Lunar New Year 2023 Year of the Rabbit Celebration at City Hall. It was a wonderful and joyous way to kick off Lunar New Year celebrations. Um, On February 2nd, uh, the gallery staff held an opening reception for our new Art in City Hall exhibition in partnership with Art with Elders, uh, the power of creativity and community. Uh, we were honored to be joined by mayor London breed and well over a hundred attendees, community members, program participants and staff for a wonderful celebration. Thank you again to the galleries team for putting on a great event. Uh, and, uh, any commissioners who haven't been there yet, uh, definitely it, it'll be over there for a while. So just go across, well, go down this hall, <laughs> not across the street, <laughs> go down the hall, down, the, down on the first floor <clears throat> in the North light and, um, and in the gallery below and you will uh, see the show. So, and it's wonderful. And it is, it, the, the volume of work is outstanding. And uh, so just check it out. And, and it's moving on several levels. Um, on February 3rd, I attended uh, black resistance, uh, the 2023 black history month kickoff celebration at city hall. And finally, I just wanted to highlight that this past Sunday, uh, February 5th. Um, the Arts Commission was a proud sponsor, of, uh, as we do every year, the SF Symphony's Lunar New Year, Year of the Rabbit Concert, which is one of uh, many annual concerts and community programs that we've supported in partnership with SF Symphony for the past uh, 88 years. Um, so, on to some of our community investments updates. Uh, the special projects grants application period is closing today. February 6. And just wanted to note that the Native American arts and cultural traditions special grant application due date is next Monday, February 13, 2023. Um, I'm also excited to announce that in response uh, to the recent winter storms where many local artists and arts organizations were impacted by severe weather and flooding. Uh, I'm sure some of it hit some of your homes as well. Uh, The San Francisco Arts Commission and Grants for the Arts have partnered together to establish a special San Francisco Arts Storm Relief Fund to provide financial support. The application will launch this week and will be available on our website and GFTA site in our city's core languages of English, Spanish, Chinese, and Filipino. Uh, The application deadline will be March 1st, 2023. We would greatly appreciate the Commission's help in getting the word out about this grant opportunity. So please look out for the grant announcement uh, this coming week. Uh, And some gallery updates. Uh, As mentioned briefly earlier, our new exhibition at City Hall, The Power of Creativity and Community is now on view and will be up through August 25th, 2023. This exhibition features over 90 works from senior artists. Uh, Staff are organizing a series of wonderful public programs that will be held over the next few months with program staff and senior artists. I also wanted to note that uh, this is a final reminder to see our current exhibition in the main gallery, Sewing Worlds. Uh, The final day is next Saturday, February 11, 2023. Our our galleries are open Wednesday through Saturday from noon to 5 p.m. Gallery staff have put together some great public programs for this exhibition and we'll hold two workshops next Saturday, February 11th, to wrap up the exhibition. Uh, Le Musung School Workshop, uh, Number Two Ritual for uh, Metamorphosis, and Notes for a Black Power Garden, Session Two. Program details can be found uh, on the exhibition page on our website. And now I'm excited to announce that coming next to the main gallery is Crossing Lines, a two-person exhibition featuring artists Arlene Carrera-Valencia and Georgina Rascala, curated by Ann Jostraub. And uh, the Crossing Lines will be on view March 3rd to April 29th, uh, 2023. Additional details are coming soon. And now some public art updates. Uh, We recently announced the installation and unveiling of the first set of posters for the 2023 Art on Market Streets poster series, uh, Market Street Crossroads, by siblings Peter and Maria Hui. Um, An award-winning illustrator and comic art team features six illustrated vignettes showcasing the different ways people and a pigeon use and travel along Market Street. Um, The posters will be on view through the end of March 2023 at 18 SFMTA Transit Center, uh, I'm sorry, at 18 SFMTA Transit Shelter stops along Market Street between Hyde Street and Embarcadero. Uh, Starting today, members of the public will be able to share their feedback and comments for the India Basin Shoreline Park uh, public art proposals. The proposals are available to view online on our website and will be displayed at the India Basin Shoreline Parks Tech Hub located at Hunters Point Boulevard and Hawes Avenue or Hall Street. Sorry. Uh, feedback will be accepted until 5 p.m. Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. On February 18th, as part of the Black History uh, Month at uh, the Southeast Community Center, SFSA, uh, SFAC public art staff have organized a special panel to highlight the artists and artworks in the Southeast Community Center's collection. The conversation will be moderated by Commission President Chuck Collins and will feature presentations from artists Mildred Howard, Kenyatta A.C. Hinkle, Malik Seneferu, and Afatazi, the artist. Um, and uh, so check that out on February 18th at the Southeast Community Center. On February 23rd, Civic Art and Public Art Program Director Mary Chu will be at SFO to host a talk in partnership with SFO museums to highlight works by black artists in the Civic Art Collection at SFO. They will talk about the partnership between SFO and SFAC, the selection process, the works of, um, and the works of around, uh, and the works of black artists in the collection. Artists Mildred Howard and Leonardo Drew will also be present to talk about their work. Some other announcements, a quick update that our due date for the strategic planning RFP was recently extended from January 30th to March 6th by 5 p.m. The request for proposal seeks uh, for qualified vendors to help with planning and development of an agency-wide strategic and business plan. Some HR updates, We're currently, we currently have four positions that are in the interview and hiring process. These include the CI senior program officer, uh, CI program associate, collection manager, and public art project manager for temporary art positions. We anticipate being able to have all vacant positions for the agency filled by the end of the fiscal year. And with that, this concludes the director's report for the February 6th full commission meeting, and I'd be happy to take any questions. (laughs) Thank you.
1: (laughs) So are there any commissioner uh, discussion or comments on the director's report?
7: I have one question. Um, You mentioned the um, collection art manager position is available i um, to that, it's well, sort of related. I'm a um, new commissioner, so I'm not sure how the commission handles um, vandalism to its public art. And maybe that person is the one that handles it. Um, on the Van S B R T, BRT, they have a, a whimsical art display at um, Van Ness um, and Geary with some large spheres. Anyway, um, I live near there, and there's some graffiti on some of the large balls. I'm not sure how that's taken care of, is it, does this commission contact someone about vandalism or is is that DPW, who would that
4: be? I will invite uh, Deputy Director Joanne Lee uh, to come and that's her, uh, Public Art is one of her programs.
8: Hello. Good afternoon. Thank you, Commissioner Carney. Um, you're right. It does. We do have an agreement with DPW for um, a lot of the graffiti that occurs. Oftentimes, we get calls on the three one one line from residents about um, graffiti or other kinds of defacement. So, I'll make note to, on that, and um, and we'll try to get that cleaned up.
7: I just thought it might be someone special to like a curator rather than the DPW
5: paint department. Uh,
7: we when when we do have
8: um, you know the civic art collection staff. Um, they mostly work i mean they work in conjunction with the DPW staff for the actual maintenance of
4: it. Thank you um,
2: I just wanted to add that in, um, I've also seen that usually it was the um project manager of that particular art piece who knows very a lot about you know the surface and the materials who works with EPW
7: I had a question about who is um, who is eligible for the storm forms of uh, storm funds
4: Uh, (laughs) Deputy Director Lee will address that (laughs)
5: hi
8: again Um, uh, individual artists who are residents of San Francisco, um, very, so very similar to our San Francisco Artists um, Grants, that similar elig- eligibility. And then arts and culture nonprofits, um, again, ones that have facilities that are in San Francisco.
1: Okay. okay. Is there any further commissioner discussion or comments on the director's report? Cinemanias I just, just want to
6: say thank oh, you for putting emphasis on the performing arts. I really think that would be a wonderful direction to go in the future for this, for this city. We really need to catch up and follow what's happening in the East Coast. Thank, so thank, thank you. thank you for putting spotlight in. in, in, in yeah. yeah, absolutely. <clears throat>
4: oh, you're welcome. And, and, and just the FYI information, <clears throat> Chicago, for instance, has everything you know, under one roof. And right now what we're trying to do is bring everything under one roof, one structural roof, right? Not, a, not one commissioner, or what so that we can have this kind of synergy and work together so that we can broaden areas that we have been neglecting like performing arts for so long. Um, so thank you.
9: <coughs> I have uh, one
10: question um, in relation to the expansion of the arts commission and the work that can be done. Um is there going to be an opportunity for a think tank or um, how can people commissioners contribute ideas?
4: So during the strategic planning process, that's um, what this will all entail so that's that's why I'm bringing this to you so that during the strategic planning process you'll know kind of which direction we're we're trying to kind of tease out and unpack to see if it's any there's any viability.
10: okay, and there'll be space then for commissioners and the public to contribute ideas yeah but during the strategic planning
4: process includes many focus groups community stakeholders Commission is heavily involved because the Commissioner Commission as a body uh, basically tells the staff where we you basically approve what we want our work that we do so in order for you to approve the work that we do You'd have to have input into that work. You'd have to, you know, participate in what direction that would go, um, and help us unpack that philosophically and actually, so that we can make some tangible um, uh, impacts.
1: Great, thank you, yep. Commissioner McCoy.
11: Yes, actually, just one comment um, regarding the 18th, I believe, the, uh, um, uh, the presentation at the Southeast Community Center. There is an uh, artist that you mentioned, Afatasi. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has an exhibit coming up at the Bayview Opera House on Friday the 24th. And I think she's an artist that's uh, worth seeing for Black History Month. Some incredible work there
4: she's she's uh she's amazing really you know yeah and,
11: film and costume yeah. and and futurism so
4: yeah absolutely we had her uh on our miami memorials uh committee she was uh, one of the members yeah and
1: hey, may i just uh, comment yeah, on sure. that uh, this, this event on the 18th actually starts at the opera house oh okay, and right. while her work might not be up then but the idea is to celebrate those founders of the southeast facility through a kind of guided um, uh, path from the Opera House that will end at the Southeast Facility and then the capstone will be because the artists who are represented there have so much to say, especially um, Kenyatta Hinkle about the origin story. So right. it should come together um, as a way of really uh, illuminating the, not just those artists but all of the, how many of them, two, two or three dozen artists are represented at the southeast facility. I'm very
11: excited to see this and uh, congratulations on that. That's a really important thing, especially for Black History
1: Month. Yeah. We'll get you all that information. Mm-hmm. So. Is there any further public, um, uh, commissioner comment or discussion on the director's report?
7: Yeah, just I'm sorry, one more question. And uh, it's because I just visited the Mission Cultural Center uh, and they suffered a lot of damage during the su- during the storms. Would one of our cultural centers be able to apply for storm funds? Okay, is there windows, a lot of flooding, they suffered a lot, they should know about
1: this. Okay, any further comment or discussion, please?
12: You did a lot in four days, (laughs) (laughs) I had to say that, and the collabers is amazing. (laughs) And it closes on the 11th, I think, Um, But it was very moving, and it makes so much sense with the documentary they did. Yes. So when I saw the documentary, then I had to go see it, and I just saw it yesterday. And it was pretty spectacular. Nice. So you did a lot in four days. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. This was a snow month for him, actually. That was normal. That
4: was normal, yeah.
1: (laughs) Some people call him the Scarlet (laughs) Pimpernel. There's
13: like three of them. We keep – we're going to get – you know, there's all the scientific research about how he clones himself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is there any further, uh, Commissioner, discussion or comment on the Director's Report? Seeing none, may I now ask for any public comment? Is there any public comment on item number five?
0: We will be taking sorry. We will be taking in-person public comment first. For those joining the meeting remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you are calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. Please press only one, since pressing it more than once will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item five. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking, If you will see a visual timer via WebEx, and you will also see a visual timer if you're joining in person. You'll receive a 30-second audible warning, and you will be muted once your time is up. If you wish to speak on other items, you, you may stay on the line. Individuals who will speak during public comment period at today's meeting can send a brief written summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less at art hyphen in art hyphen info at sfgov.org okay checking for any person and remote. Okay. I see no public comment public comment is now closed
1: thank you I'm now calling item number six which is the Arts Commission Fiscal year 2023, 2024, and 2425 draft budgets. This is item number six. Um, there is a discussion and possible action. I would like to introduce Deputy Director of Finance and Administration, Rally Katapang. Good afternoon, President Collins.
14: Vice President Chioda. Thank you for having us uh, here today to present our budget for fiscal year 24 and 25. Here's a summary of our presentation. First, we'll do an overview of the budget process, then go over the mayor's budget instructions and the current budget environment. Then we'll talk about revenues and expenses, and finally discuss our budget priorities. We're currently at the department phase of the budget process where our agency is required to assess our needs and develop our budget. As part of this phase, we're required to conduct two public meetings to solicit input for priorities contained in our budget submission. This presentation is the second of two required public meetings. The first presentation was during the January Executive Committee meeting. We've been instructed by the Mayor's Budget Office to submit our department budget with mandatory cuts in general fund support to help address the projected budget shortfall. I do want to note that as the agency's reliance on general fund support has gone down since the, of, since the passage of Prop E, this will have minimal effect to our overall department budget. After we submit our budget in late February, the mayor's office can make further changes based on her policy priorities for the arts sector before introducing the mayor's proposed budget in June. The Board of Supervisors will conduct budget hearings in the same month, and the final budget will be signed by the mayor around July or August. As you may have read in the news, the city is projected to have a 728 million budget deficit in the next two fiscal years. This deficit is due to a loss of federal aid and weakening revenue outlook due to lingering effects of the pandemic and shift to hybrid work. The city, has, the city also has higher base wages for employees and growing healthcare costs. This year's mayor's budget instructions involves a 5% cut in general fund support in fiscal year 24 and 8% in fiscal year 25. The mayor has asked us to fill all vacant, fill vacancies for core city services with a focus on efficiency and support of economic recovery slide. On this slide, you will see our budget revenues. Our general fund fund will be flat in fiscal year 24 and 25 due to target cuts. However, our, our total operating budget will increase in fiscal year 24 and 25 to 30 and 31 million respectively due to projected increases in hotel room tax. As hotel taxes recover, we are projected to have a 10% increase in fiscal year 24 and 25 and beyond. This means continued growth in our ability to support our individual artists and arts organization. Our overall budget will fluctuate in fiscal year 24 and 25 due to one-time nature of our capital funds requests. As mentioned, after the passage of Prop E in 2018, The Arts Commission budget has become highly dependent on hotel tax receipts. In previous years, growth in our hotel tax allocation was possible due to a general fund backfill thanks to the mayor's office. However, starting fiscal year 24, our hotel tax revenue growth will be solely funded by hotel tax collections. In this graph, you will see continued growth in our hotel tax funds. In the current year, fiscal year 23, we are still receiving around $1 million in general fund backfill, but in the out years, that support is no longer needed. These projected revenues were provided to us by the controller's office based on the most recent hotel tax collection. Moving on to expenditures, community investments is projected to grow incrementally in the next two fiscal years. Overall, our operating budget is stable with some growth. You'll see some fluctuations in our current in our cultural center capital investments and collection funding. And I'll talk more about these two in the next slides.
6: In- Excuse me, Sorry, yeah. can you please change the screen so we can see because it's too small for us to read the numbers. My apologies, I just yeah, sure,
14: no problem. Small. And we'll yes. provide you with. <coughs> <small> <coughs> I know, uh, we'll provide you with copies of this as well um, at the end of the uh, presentation. That would make
6: the screen can you change from large if you go well, up to the so yeah. percentage. Um, can, uh,
14: plus plus plus. Six
1: Take it from forty-six to.
5: to like a yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yeah.
14: Okay. That's good. Great.
5: Thank you. So <laughs> I'm happy
14: to go over um, yeah, some yeah. previous yeah. slides, if needed. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, all right, so I'm happy to go over the, you know, previous slides if, if yeah. you, can, please. Sure, sure, maybe I'll start with um, just go over the uh, budget revenues, sure. That's slide five.
4: You can even blow, up, blow that up a little bit more, Draco. <laughs> okay. Bless you. This is, this yeah, is that's great. great. That's okay. good. That's,
14: that's, that's great. So, just to uh, you know, kind of glance over again some of the you know our budget revenues. So, you know, basically our, our um, revenues will be, for the most part, stable uh, because um, our reliance on general fund has gone down, um, but. Uh, our hotel taxes um, are actually going up 10% year on year. So there are fluctuations in our capital budget, but this is due to one time um, requests for our cultural centers and um, for our collection. Mm-hmm. Next slide. So in this slide, um, basically is to illustrate that 10% year on year increase of our hotel taxes between the three um, uh, buckets of spending, the Arts Impact Endowment, the Cultural Centers, and the Cultural Equity Endowment. So um, in the next two fiscal years, we are expected to, we are expected to have 10% more than the previous, mm-hmm. and um, we also expect that in the out years. So even though, uh, you know, hotel taxes is still a little bit down from uh, previous years, it's way uh, better than what we, where we were in fiscal year um, 19 and 20 where basically it was uh, just decimated. And in previous years, um, the mayor's um, office backfilled us. In order to um, you know, uh, support our grants, um, the mayor, mayor's office gave us general fund. However, uh, that's no longer needed in the next uh, few years so we just you know we just expect our budget our um, granting budget our property because that that's what uh, supports our cultural centers our cultural equity endowment and the arts impact endowment to just continue to grow in the next uh, few years barring any um, um, slowdown in um, collections of hotel taxes
2: I want, so, I wanted to um, rally. Yeah, ahead, I'm so sorry to interrupt yeah, no um, the um, executive committee also discussed this budget before bringing it to the full Commission. And I wanted, and there were some questions that I anticipate, and that is that these projections are by the city controller's office in terms of the increase in the hotel revenue. Uh, Ben Rosenfeld, who's been doing this for decades, and has a lot of experience when we've um, had to undergo sort of downturns in our uh, economy. So uh, this is actually incredibly um, heartening (laughs) that we have an expert who's gone through this before and who's been looking at, you know, of course, his office has been studying very closely what the trends
13: are. And, thank you, they're the yes,
1: so, and they're very conservative. Yes, and they're very conservative. Could we reserve director, um, I mean, commissioner comments until after the report's completed? Sure. And then sure. we'll have the ability to discuss. Thank you.
14: Great. So yeah, thank you, uh, Commissioner Baltran. So you know, basically, even though a lot of the um, revenues for the city are a little bit flat or might be going down, especially um, real estate transfer taxes, hotel taxes and sales tax is actually the only revenue source, major revenue source that's. Trending on the, the right direction, so we're just lucky to you know to have a commission that's uh, primarily funded by hotel taxes. And it, when I when I first saw the projections by the controller's office, I myself was had to <coughs> just you know make sure that I'm I'm seeing the numbers correct, and had to call um, you know the the controller's office just to make sure that these numbers are accurate. And they confirmed that um, we are indeed you know in a in a good spot compared to other city departments that you know, that are primarily general funded. And, you know, they might, you know, the 5% cut that they have will have, you know, a major impact in their operations. But for us, you know, since general fund is a small portion of our, our budget, that that impact is very, very small. So hence the stability and, you know, and growth in our budget in the next few fiscal years. Okay. So in terms of budget expenditures, um, our our biggest line item is community investments, and this is our grants um, budget. And since this is uh, funded by hotel room tax, we're we're seeing some uh, growth in the next two fiscal years and beyond. So, you know, if um, any of you know the nonprofits or artists that you meet in the community are uh, worried that you know their grants budget might go down, that's not the case, uh, fortunately. Um, and in the next two fiscal years, you know, we are able to, right now, given the per- current projections, be able to increase that by a 10 percent. So that, that goes for our, our cultural centers as well. Okay, next slide. So here um, in, the, in, the, in this page is our capital budget. Um, mm-hmm. You will, in fiscal year uh, 24, we are requesting to fund HVAC for MCCLA and roof replacement for the bayview opera house as well as relocation for somarts in fiscal year 25 that's the the green um the green bar um, we are requesting for um somarts re- relocation although i do want to note that we are still pending an opinion from the city attorney if we are able to permanently relocate um, from our current location at 934 Brandon. so this request might not be in our final budget submission Next page. So up until fiscal year um, 20, we received around 750,000 annually to fund maintenance and conservation at our civic art collection or uh, maintenance for our civic art collection, which is estimated to be $100 million. So this includes structural assessment and reinforcement of artworks and monuments that may pose public safety risk, as well as restoration of pieces at risk of loss. Um, Based on our current model, it takes around 1.5 million um, to take care of our collection annually. However, you will see in the graph that our collection and maintenance budget was heavily cut in the last um, few fiscal years. Um, In our uh, our budget submission, we will be advocating for the city to increase our collections budget after several several years of cuts. Among those monuments most in need of reinforcement are the Dewey (coughs) Monument, in Union Square and our spider pelt installation at Moscone Garage, so you see there a big spike in our um, request. Um, although you know it's, it's not guaranteed, we're you know we're um, actively advocating for the city to fund these um, you know collections uh, and maintenance uh, costs, and, and that I think you know um, you know in in terms of um, that funds any graffiti or any um, maintenance that we need to do for our um, public art pieces. Um, so budget priorities, we have several strategic priorities in fiscal year 24. This includes working on our strategic plan, uh, supporting, city effort, su- supporting city efforts for downtown recovery and exploring a merger with GFTA. Our equity efforts will focus on continued increase in our grant support for artists and arts organization and implementation of MMAC recommendations. Um, and in cal- in calendar year uh, 2022, the agency hired or promoted around half our current staff. So this is just a tremendous. There's just been a tremendous hiring activity in the in the commission, and now we're at the last bits of our hiring, and we plan to be uh, fully staffed. You know, we might be one of the first city agencies that will be fully staffed by the end of the fiscal year. So this will be a monumentous <laughs> event, especially for staff who has been just working tremendously this past couple of years. Um, so um, and we hope that to keep you know, our staffing full um, moving forward. And we will continue to invest in staffing to improve um, and provide um, our core city services. That's it. Uh, thank you. And that concludes our budget presentation. Happy to answer any questions.
1: Thank you very much. Um, I think Commissioner Schneer may have had a question or a comment. Uh,
13: No, I mean, uh, I'll try this one. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Um, No, it was uh, more just a matter of what uh, uh, Commissioner Beltran was saying in terms, because that was something I had brought up at Executive Committee um, about the, uh, you know, how could we end up going up, but you explained that very well. So I think we're in good shape there for that. Yes, we are. Thank
1: you. Commissioner Beltran?
2: Uh rally I just wanted to thank you for a really outstanding job on this sure. it's fantastic
14: and I'm just ha- so happy that I think our, our budget is stable compared to maybe some yeah. city departments yeah. uh-huh. Commissioner um, I'm
4: just curious uh, you, the hotel tax is coming back is it back to normal or is it
14: it's not yet to okay. pre-pandemic levels yeah but uh, it's to the level where they can um, support our 10% increase year to year, to year. Um, so I think um, the pro- current projections um, you know, to come back to the pre-pandemic level will be around uh, fiscal year 25. But at that point, if you know, that growth continues, then we'll be seeing some increases in our granting budget you know, for a, a good number of years.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
9: Yes. Um, I do oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you, no, um, you. The relocation of Somart. So, is that a permanent relocation? I know Mission Cultural Center is going to relocate for seismic, but is this also for seismic, or is this a permanent relocation? Yes. Um,
14: so, the, for Somart, the nine thirty-four Brandon, um, you know that, you know that location, um, you know we've um, gone to a Capital Planning Committee, and you know it's it's um, it has a lot it has a lot of needs in terms of seismic and just the. Make it seismically safe, and I, you know, um, I think maybe Deputy Director um, Lee could speak more to that. It, it takes a lot to to seismically retrofit that type of structure, and um, that's why we're just looking at possible um, relocation. But as I mentioned in my presentation, you know, this still has to get vetted out by city attorney if this is something we can do. But um, we do wanna just you know, advocate, just look at every angle in terms of providing a safe um, location for our cultural, you know, cultural centers, nonprofits, yeah. And Raleigh, if I may,
4: <clears throat> thank you. First of all, I wanna say thank you for uh, all the work you and your team have done, it's outstanding. And this finance and accounting team is fantastic. I just want the commissioners here to know uh, the work that they do every day. They just roll up their sleeves, put down their heads, and they do the work. And as you can see, um, uh, we're in good hands. So thank you, Raleigh, and your team for the work that you've done. I will say um, in answer to the relocation question, uh, what what we have to do is figure out in full transparency the legality um, because We own the buildings, but we don't own the 501c3. The 501c3 is a separate entity from the actual institutional structure. So it's like if we were the landlord of an apartment building and our tenant is what we know as Soma Arts. But our tenant can go anywhere and we get a new tenant, but we have to see what our responsibility is to the building and or to the 501c three and what the delineations or the difference, what's the delta mm-hmm. between both of those yeah. so so that's in full transparency that's what we have to why we have to seek a legal opinion to find out what's permissible and what is it
13: may I ask a follow up to that is that okay first um, I, I just so has there been uh, a, structural construction analysis done in terms of what would need to be done versus finding another location
14: i believe so and i think Deputy director lee, lee can, and can yeah. talk
4: more about
13: it. Uh-huh.
4: joanne lee <laughs>
8: so good afternoon so in 2019 we completed these assessments of all four cultural centers that are you know owned by the city and looked at all of the deferred maintenance and code-compliant issues. And at that point, and these were done internally by by DPW, and they gave us some cost estimates for, um, you know, bringing the building up to code. And so we were able to use those analyses to advocate for funding for MCCLA and for AAACC. Um, Soma Arts had a big price tag on it, quite frankly, and so we were asked to kind of look at other, really do an alternative feasibility on that as to whether it would make sense to put um, more investment in that current location or whether it would make sense to go and look at alternative sites. So we've been looking further at both of those and we are looking now really at alternative sites that might make better sense and trying to get in working very closely with the real estate department um, on alternative sites and so our request for next year's budget is some planning money that as we look and assess potential new sites to replace 934 Brannan um, that we have some you know, planning funds and architectural funds to do some test fits and kind of some analysis on the sites.
5: Yeah.
13: Uh, th- thank you uh, Deputy Director Lee, that's really helpful. Um, one other question though. Mm-hmm. Um, then as we're moving along once we get to the point where we have to do one or the other we will make sure there's uh, the funding through the capital uh, uh, program
8: right so we're requesting um, close to in in the second year you know a little over nine million dollars for for that we will see you know capital there's there's a lot of asks um, for within the capital budget process which is part of the overall city budget process right. but also through the capital planning committee which is a separate committee um, and there are many buildings that also have you know seismic and code compliance issues that, right. that come no, up I, too. i know we might not be first on the list right. i understand that <laughs> Right.
7: okay thank you very okay. much sure I, i'm sorry i have one question mm-hmm. <clears throat> how are the priorities like in the sense of which center might be relocated or which center might be um, like permanently, like Mm -hmm. Soma Arts or like the Mission Cultural Center, which is suffering many of the same things that Soma Arts is suffering, like um, maintenance uh, off the chain they need um, and uh, resources for doors and windows which were damaged during the storm, um, HVAC Mm -hmm. and necessities like is, um is there like a i don't know they seem like they had a lot they needed and is it something that well this is what we can do now or or we can reloc- I know they're being relocated in 2024 but um how do we address those needs that the mission cultural center also needs
8: yeah so i think a lot of it goes back to these feasibility analyses that were done back in 2019 you know that really went you know, really, by each, um, build, you know, through the building systems and looking at you know the structural integrity of the building. And DPW did a cost estimate on on those. And for Mission Cultural Center, I believe we've received 18, 15, 18 million um, over two the past two years have been allocated to MCCLA for capital improvements. We're working with a team of architects and dpw um, and we hope to start construction i think in the spring of next year Um, so it's on its way and that will include the hvac system a lot of seismic um, retrofit and i know many of you know that you know seismic isn't is like really safe like you know it's imperative that we do it it's also not like you don't always feel you don't always see the impact of it but it will um, really strengthen the building and make it very safe and code compliance. Cause since we opened that up, there's a lot of other accessibility and code issues that come up that we'll be addressing.
4: And, and uh, to, to further address, um, commissioner Shelby's uh, question, uh, I mean, Mission Cultural Center is in good shape as far as being, you know, um, in line for funding. It's some arts that's really hurting. Um, Triple A C C is in good shape. Emission Mission Cultural Center is in good shape. It's SOMA Arts that has been neglected. Mm-hmm. Like all these buildings, they're old, right? They can all complain and show you a leak here or there, or what's happening here and what needs to be fixed <laughs> there. I mean, every building can say that. But SOMA Arts, literally, that building is one shake away from mm-hmm. uh, human During catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. So just a, a, a catastrophic uh potential catastrophic uh situation which none of those other places are in
1: that so commissioner Stryker,
9: (laughs) thank you um i i think most of my uh questions were answered through the previous discussion although i did have a question does the city have insurance on our cultural centers and is that through our um agency or elsewhere
14: so the city is self-insured the city so of a resource that we just ensure ourselves okay yes.
9: thank you and then the other comment that i had was um, to say thank you very much for such a clear presentation setting the priorities it was just so yeah. easy yeah. to understand our budget and i appreciate that because i've heard some that i hmm. came away from in the past where i was kind of spinning around wondering what i
6: heard and so this year i just want to say thank you it was really excellent sure You know, I would also
1: comment that um, the budget hits all parts of our agency, all parts of our commission and it's greatly appreciated. Um, There is a disproportionate amount that goes through Prop E and through the cultural equity funds and such. But each one of our departments, each one of our committees has a budget. And I think that it would be, of course, important for each one of the committees to have their own opportunity to drill down even farther. With, um, with the apparatus so that we truly have this at hand. Mm-hmm. But also know that you, through our director and through Joanne, you know, can work through a greater understanding if you need to drill down farther. But always remember, please go to the director first as you're um, looking at your questions so that there's a coherence into how we are filtering and, and getting all this information. From.
5: Great
9: idea. Thank Gina. you. Yeah. Um, I had a follow-up question about uh, so, it, it, and this is again maybe the carpet before the horse, but um, for the some of the new commissioners uh, with the cultural centers, we have four brick-and-mortars, and then we've got some virtual um, cultural centers. So the Queer Cultural Center, uh, the Native American. So if you did relocate, could then that be because I know one of the goals is to get them a brick-and-mortar. As well, or I I know they'd like it. Um, So, just throwing out the possibility of of that being a combined space, so that there's Mm -hmm. economy of scale, perhaps, or
5: something. Mm -hmm. That's all.
4: Yeah, I mean, currently, uh, one of those virtual centers, APEC, is in Mm -hmm. some arts, for instance. And um, so, as, as if you talk about the other cultural center, just talking plain facts, right? They just, just straight, real talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if you talk about getting three other buildings for cultural, you know, cultural center, you know right. then it's a whole, right. you know, right. we can't even get these things repaired, <laughs> you know, let alone like getting them a building. Yeah, and so um, that's, uh, yeah, it's a. it would be a heavy lift to be honest, you know, to get them buildings, but to get them in space. situations that we had, where they have space, yes. so
12: yeah, yeah.
1: That's great. yeah. Yes, please. Yeah.
12: Um, thank you so much for your presentation. I had a question, and then maybe just a, a random idea, or um, brainstorm. The question was: you talked about being fully staffed at the end of the fiscal year. What is that number? How many? How many people are are in this? We we are about forty um, staff. Uh, for the for the arts commission, that's okay. that's 40. So we'll be at 40. Yes, that's cool. Awesome. Great. Yes. Um, and then the second one is kind of related to the space question, but also the economic recovery, and particularly in a uh, budgetary environment that's actually shrinking. Are we thinking about ways to tie investments in city arts? To economic recovery and I'm thinking also about all the empty space that so you talked about finding spaces and I'm thinking about all of the empty spaces throughout the city and I'm just wondering if, how much thinking we is being done around that
4: so so I I just want to um, So just a a slight admonition admonition here. Um, We don't want to stray too far off a a non-agendized topic. And so if those topics are great to talk about in the future, but not during this presentation, Mm -hmm. because uh, if we do, then uh, we need to post it to the public so they can attend and be a part of that conversation.
14: Excellent, thank you. Just just to um, answer real quickly, Um, The Office of Economic and Workforce Development is taking the lead on economic recovery and, you know, I think we're um, working with them or, you know, we're always willing to work with them if they need to help the the art sector. Cool.
1: Thank you. Is there any uh, further discussion or comments from the commissioners? Seeing none, um, I want to remind the commissioners to say their name after they respond to a motion and I'm asking for a motion to approve. The Arts Commission fiscal year 2023 2024 and 2024
13: 2025 draft budgets so so move um, Commissioner Beltran
1: and the second
13: second Schnair.
1: thank you I'm now asking for any public comment is there any public comment on item number six
0: okay we will be taking in-person public comment first for members of the public joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via Webex. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be put in the queue. Please press only one since pressing it will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item six. As a reminder, when you begin speaking, you will see a visual timer via Webex and you will see a visual timer if you're joining in person. You will also receive a 30-second audible warning. You'll be muted once your time is up. If you, if you wish to speak on other items, you may stay on the line. Any individuals who will speak during public comment at today's meeting can send a brief written summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less at art info at sfgov.org. There is no public comment in person, and there is also no public comment. I see. Okay, there's no public comment online either. Public comment is now closed.
1: Uh, Thank you. I'm a little bit. I may be a little bit confused, but now I'm asking for (laughs) any further discussion or comments by the commissioners. Seeing none, now may ask for the final motion. All those in favor, please say aye, and those and nay. All those in favor? Aye. aye. All those opposed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm now going to ask for agenda item number seven, which is our quarterly racial equity update. Uh, this is a discussion, um, and I'm going to introduce seniors. Racial Equity and Policy
15: Analyst, Sandra Panopio to deliver the okay. Good afternoon, commissioners. As uh, President Collins just mentioned, I'm Sandra Panopio, the Senior Racial Equity and Policy Analyst here at your service um, for this quarterly uh, update that I provide um, regarding the racial equity work for the San Francisco Arts Commission. SO THIS WILL BE QUICK um, AND OPEN TO QUESTIONS AT THE END. SO THERE'S JUST A FEW THINGS THAT I WANTED TO SHARE IN TERMS OF OUR PRIORITIES FOR 2023. AND THE FIRST, AS MENTIONED MANY TIMES THROUGHOUT THE MEETING, IS OUR STRATEGIC PLAN. A WONDERFUL PLAN THAT WE'RE HOPING TO GET TO near the, BY THE END OF THE YEAR. AND THIS PLAN WILL FOCUS, uh, THIS WILL FOCUS ON um, exactly what we're talking about on the priorities and what we need to do in the, near, in the next couple years and this will be centered in equity. Um, the entire process we're going to be looking at um, making sure that the consultants and our staff are operating from a racial equity perspective. And what that means is what I'm preparing for is really looking at um, the processes and the practices that were equitable to the entire community and also recognizing like the different needs that we have. So currently we're looking, we're having internal conversations as a staff to identify the programmatic and overall strengths and weaknesses and exploring my very favorite data points to provide a baseline when it comes to the preparation for the plan. I'll talk a little bit more about data. Data is integrated in everything that we do. I am one of the people in charge of data for the agency, particularly demographic data. So the next thing, another priority is the continued racial equity action plan. As you know, this is a city mandated um, racial equity plan that every city department has to do. And so we are still currently focusing on the internal matters which include hiring and recruitment and the work of you all as a commission. So I'm still crunching the numbers particularly right now for our hiring and recruitment information that will also provide a really good perspective on how we can plan for our growth in the future. And it's really important um, for also the public to see all our demographic information about what makes up the board, but also what the city looks like so that we can also compare um, how our grants and public art projects and all the things we do in the gallery that it's really reflective of not just the current San Francisco, but the San Francisco that we want to be in terms of um, racial equity. So um, in alignment with all of this, the community engagement is really significant. Um, So this is an aspect of our work that really needs more attention. And what we're really looking at is the development of standardized community engagement plans. Um, I get a lot of calls from the community about things of suggestions and what we should do and like, pointing out equity issues um, that people have experienced. And it's really important for me to take all that and then to bring it to our staff and to you all, but also develop, be responsible of how we're being responsive and not reactive to the community needs. So at this point, um, each program that we have in our department has had so many good practices and it's time for us to put those good practices together, um, and I'm collecting all of that, and it will be applied to all these major community engagement projects that we hope to work on, which includes the strategic plan, the community services allocation plan, which is actually for, um, this is a five-year plan that was tied with the hotel tax, where it wasn't just here's the money from the hotel tax, Uh, this is how you spend it. That was actually a community process. So that community process takes in a number of community members as well as different focus groups to really identify where that money should be allocated for the next five years. So we're in that process. That's a significant um, community engagement process that we have. And then also we have the next phases of the monuments and memorials, which is my next. Um, So, as you saw, it is a budget priority for the Monuments and Memorials Advisory Committee. That's what we call MMAC. We like our... um, what are they called, acronyms in the city? Um, So as the current MMAC comes to a close, there's still much to learn about the conversations around equity within the world of public art and monuments and memorials. This is such a hot topic, it's such an interesting topic that we definitely want to jump in with. And we also don't wanna waste all the work that many of you have been involved in and also the community when it comes to understanding what monuments mean for the future and particularly for us at San Francisco. I'm really obviously a work for San Francisco and I love this city so we have a lot to say. Um, So what we're doing right now is we're looking for funding to support these next phases, especially given the anticipated reductions in the city budget. So we are looking around to see who will fund us, so if any of you have friends, you know, we could talk about that another time for for the agency because it is a very big topic nationally and I think we're already making headwinds. So I believe the report will be ready from the advisory committee in the next few months. And so um, in terms of data, another thing that I have shared with you all before is the Arts and Economic Prosperity Study, AEP6. Um, This is, I am the designated data person for this um, particular study. So the Arts and Economic Prosperity Study is managed by the Americans for the Arts. It happens every five years, but the pandemic slowed it down. And what this is, is that it's measuring nationally. We are one among many cities and jurisdictions, over 300 around the country. That's looking at the measurement of arts and how it, and what its impact is on a local economy. It's big, right? <laughs> it's, we know that, but this is actually important data that we have nationally that we're also being able, that will also be used by the different organizations, both large and small, here in the city. And so we have. Um, we are currently working on an audience intercept survey, which I've mentioned before. And what this is is that we go to different events throughout the city um, that are put on by arts and culture organizations, nonprofits. And we have until May 31st to collect 1,000 surveys. Um, we are halfway there and so I wanted to just say that I'd like to thank my colleague Freddie Lopez who is working with us part-time on this endeavor. So it's a huge deal. So if any of you see us at some of the events, please say hi, we've been giving out swag as some of you have and that really helps us collect this information because well, one, some people don't like surveys. We know that there's survey fatigue, but it's really important to see the difference of how, how much people are paying to attend a large festival or how much they're paying to go to, fr- or not paying to go to free events. But every time someone comes to something, it's not just them paying for the ticket, it's they're spending money in the neighborhood, and that's really important for San Francisco. And so again, we are halfway through that goal, And we have a representative sample of the different kinds of events. And if you have any events in the near future, please let us know. Uh, Both Freddie and I and other staff members have actually been going and doing the surveys ourselves and training different people throughout the city and just helping people understand how important it is to have arts. Because you're there, why not have fun, you know? And it's a way for us to understand um, what's happening in the city, so. That concludes my quarterly update on racial equity for you all. Thank you. And I'm happy to take any questions and feedback
9: Thank you. I'm gonna sit in uh, for um, President Collins while he steps out for a couple of moments. Um, is there any Commissioner comments or questions?
2: I Have I do have a comment. Yeah um, Thank you uh, vice president Chiota. First of all, thanks for a really outstanding job um, Ms. Pinopio really mm-hmm. appreciate all of your hard work and that of your team in this I have been working with our um, the Arts Commission staff member Jill Manton on the public art um, projects um, and monuments for Treasure Island. And what's really interesting is even though we have a pretty generous budget for some major pieces, we're also realizing that um, it costs a lot to put up these monuments and these Mm -hmm. large public art pieces. And so Jill has, you know and this is one of her best skill sets, she's actually already started conversations with um, private partners to be able, and she already has actually at least two or three uh, potential private partnerships that would be, you know, public-private with the um, the funds from um, the Treasure Island public art you know, allocation, as well as uh, a private donor. And I also, one in particular that is really exciting mm-hmm. is, um, I happen to um, be a a longtime friend of uh, Larry Rinder, who was the longtime curator at the um, Berkeley Art Museum and then later at the Whitney. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was talking to him about this, and we were actually talking about Simone Leigh and her um, sculpture at the Venice Biennale. And he was saying that he could imagine that he has a major collector who might even own that sculpture, but that might want to be able to partner with like a public um agency to to make it a public monument so it's exactly that kind of partnership that can make these things happen it would be really exciting awesome
15: we're excited (laughs) thank
12: you thank you for your work i had a question regarding the survey do we have a copy of what that looks like and how long does that take to do a survey
15: yes we we can provide you with copies um we say two minutes we say two minutes um it's uh we have it in qr code on the ipads and on paper there's many ways to make it two minutes um but it's about five um but you with if you entice them with a really great notebook or a really you know crayon so their kids can color on the side it really does help but it is you know part of it is we have an entire outreach strategy that the um, Americans for the Arts has provided, and we try to work with all the organizations to make sure that people know that we're going to be there, and it's kind of helped. It's kind of helped. And we also have it in different languages, and we have wonderful personalities as we come up to people and <laughs> <So.
13: laughs>
5: But I can share that with you.
13: Uh, Sandra, thank you. That's a wonderful presentation. One of the things I wanted to mention, which you've done many times before, Is when you go to some of these different performances and stuff when we're going to them if we see them there um, then you know get the word out or even if you know beforehand that uh, that the group that your group is going to be there um, get the word out to your constituency and the people that you know that you know attend these different uh, uh, programs and events and uh, let them know about it and it really helps then to for them to get more feedback yeah thank you so much for that
9: commissioner ferris
10: thank you and thank you sandra nice to see you um i just wanted to mention firstly um i know i mentioned last year artwalk sf is a perfect opportunity Mm -hmm. to take these surveys Mm -hmm. so i would love for you guys to come our first one um for 2023 is in april uh it'll be in lakeside village and uh, would also love to invite you guys not only to attend, you know, roaming and taking the survey, but if you want a table so that you can give out information about the Arts Commission, maybe rec- recruit more artists and performers and things like that. We'd love to have you guys involved. Thank you.
15: We had the list for 2022. We, we can only collect surveys until May 31st. We also have organizational surveys that we put together based on IRS, Uh, numbers uh, or IRS classifications where that is happening in actually this month in the middle of the month about we're going to ask one about a thousand nonprofit organizations arts and culture organizations here in San Francisco to take this survey so if we need a little nudge um, we might ask for your support but AFTA is doing that as well so we're almost at the finish line with this and the results of the data will come out I think initially in um, may of this year but more so will be released during um, the annual AFTA conference i believe
10: um just one follow-up to that Mm -hmm. too um i know as an organization where we really depend on some of the data but we're also running the events and running our organization so getting the data can be challenging Mm -hmm. so you guys collecting this data and especially sharing it with the organizations and the events where you're going and collecting it um, is super helpful, you know, yeah. for the organizations you'll be um, attending. I mean, the uh, event you'll be attending. Um, is there a way, then, that when you share that, you can also um, say which events you got which data from, so those organizations can use that? Mm-hmm.
15: So, with the methodology of um, AFTA for AEP6, there are three methods of where we're co- the way that we're collecting. So, that's QR code, a URL, and a paper survey. So because the URL and the QR codes go directly to them, we don't have access to the information. But what we have been doing, I don't know if they said it's allowed or not, but it's fine because um, we have been sharing whatever paper surveys we've had, um, we scan it. We have to mail it physically it 's really old school, but I support USPS so we mail it to them, and then um, we scan it for us internally so what we 've been doing, especially from some very small organizations, especially folks who need like accessibility and different support like um, working with seniors or people with disabilities, we've done, you know, read them the survey and had that filled out, and that's the information that we've been able to share back with them. It's not a lot, we can only max collect about 50 surveys per, um, per event, but it has been helpful, because then smaller organizations who don't have the budget, like some of our museums, um, we're actually just having them tack on a 6 to their annual survey collections. And they're lucky because they, they hire entire firms for that. But for smaller organizations, they don't have that, that access. So we're able to do that only for those that have um, paper surveys. That's
6: great. Thank you. Great. Can I just say um, thank you for doing this work. This um, equity issues are so essential to organizations of, of our mm-hmm. caliber in, in this community the city. And it's about time we're doing this, and I'm looking forward.
5: I hope, I hope
15: to the what information give us
6: and Thank how you. we're going to change our ways. Thank you. Or improve our ways.
15: Yeah, yes. and this is the first year that AFTA has done AEP six that centers equity. So there is a percentage that is required for every city. Not an issue for us, but for all of these other smaller jurisdictions, where they it's required that an organization is led or the majority uh, people served are um, BIPOC. This is the first time they've done it. So I think, again, not an issue for us, but 25% of all surveys um, have to be from organizations that are BIPOC-led or surveying. So it's important for the whole country. <laughs> yes.
9: Thank you so much. Any other commissioner comments or questions? Great. Seeing none, do we have
0: any public comment? <clears throat> We will be taking in-person public comment first. For those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via Webex. If you're calling by phone, press star 3 to be placed in the queue. Please press only once. since Pressing it more than once, you we'll from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 7. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking, and you will see a visual timer if you are listening via Webex and you will see a visual timer if you're joining in person. You will also receive a 30 second audible warning and you'll be muted once your time is up. If you wish to speak on other items, you may stay on the line. Any individuals who will speak at today's meeting can send a brief summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less at art info at sfgov.org. We have one in-person comment. Welcome to the Arts Commission. We are item seven. Caller, you have three minutes. Um, your time will begin when you begin speaking. And
3: yeah, all right. Thank okay. you. Again, <clears throat> excuse me, this is Cindy Rose. And um, just as an observer here and a layperson not familiar with all the um, abbreviations for the terms um, and these bills, it would be helpful if um, they were either um, referenced in their know when they're speaking here in full or um, at least on the agenda have if they're going to be referencing BIPOP or APEP, you know and this is not just for this um, past um, statement or presentation but in earlier ones you know I'm not always familiar with what um, you guys are referring to so
9: thank you thank you very much is there any other public comment Virtual.
0: Um, let me check virtually. Back. I do not see any comments virtually. Public comments is now closed. Thank you.
9: Thank you so much. Um, I will now call uh, item number eight, which is committee reports and committee matters. Um, the first committee report is the executive committee report in President uh, Collins absence um, I will read the executive committee report Um, the executive committee reviewed discussed and approved the budgets for the Arts Commission FY 2023 to 2024 and 2024 to 2025 uh, budgets the deputy deputy director of finance and administration Katapang presented that those reports then our senior racial equity and policy analyst pinopio presented the quarterly racial equity update which you've also just heard the range of data from the racial equity update truly emphasizes the accomplishments of our impact and advocacy for racial equity in the arts and diverse communities of san francisco lastly we discussed and approved an amendment to the fy 22 23 san francisco symphony contract to increase the contract by $248,545 and to authorize the Director of Cultural Affairs into a contractual agreement as the result of an increase to the ad valorem tax revenue. This item is included in the consent calendar today that will come before you. So um, is there uh, any, Commissioner, discussion or comments on the Executive Committee report? You
4: want to separate it? You want to separate out number four? Number four. Is that what you, the motion to amend of the symphony contract? Oh. So we want to separate, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Commissioner uh, or Acting President Sciotta, uh, uh wants to separate out uh, number four, the motion oh, to amend God. the contract.
9: Yeah, we're doing the, we're oh, not on the okay, got it. We'll okay, yeah, yeah we're just doing okay, the okay. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, no sorry, sorry. Yeah. No worries. Um, any uh, comments on the executive committee report? Seeing none. Is there any public comment on the executive committee report?
0: Okay. We will be taking in-person public comments for those who are remotely. Please raise your hand if you're listening by WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. Please press only once since pressing it will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item eight, sub item one. As a reminder, your time will begin when you begin speaking and using a visual timer via WebEx. You will also see a visual timer if you're joining in person. You will receive a 30 second audible warning and you will be muted once your time is up. If you wish to speak on other items, you remain on the line. Any individuals who speak during public comment period at today's meeting can also send a brief summary to be included in the minutes, if it is 150 words or less at art-info at sfgov.org. see no in-person public comment, and... I see no public comment virtually. Public comment is now closed. Thank you.
1: I apologize for having to step out. Um, didn't know if I was going to get my car towed. <laughs> it's not going happen All right. Anyway, I apologize for that. I'm um, now going to call for agenda item number eight, sub-item number two, which is the Visual Arts Committee report. May I ask for Commissioner Susie Ferris? To give the visual arts committee report
10: of course thank you so much president collins so i will be giving the visual arts committee report for january 18th 2023 it was the shortest meeting i think we have ever had uh, as most of our items were tabled we only had one item to discuss but what a beautiful item it is as you guys can see on your screens so this is the Central Subway Union Square Market Street Station. Spanning the façade, roof deck, and ceiling of the entrance into the Union Square Central Subway Station, this site-specific glass artwork layers a topographic map of San Francisco with painted circles that reference the Bay Area commute pattern densities. The title of the work, Convergence Commute Patterns, relates to ocean currents, which also mimics the way, pe- the way in people commute into and, in and out of the city. Um, so one thing I know that we uh, commented on at the meeting as we were trying to figure out uh, How this map laid over San Francisco? It is abstract Because uh, we really were trying to figure out like where the uh, main freeways are But uh, those circles the larger the circle shows uh, the more dense population of commuters in in that abstract area <laughs> uh, to, to uh, signify the different densities of um, transportation and commute in the city Um, So that was the only one that we went over today with all the beautiful art that we did. We had just this one last time. Uh, So I'm opening it up to my fellow commissioners for any comments or questions. And seeing no hands, do we have any public comment on the Visual Arts Committee report?
0: We will be taking in-person public comment first. For those who are joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three, place in the queue. Please press only once, since pressing it more than once removes you from the queue. We are currently on item eight, sub-item two. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer if you are listening via WebEx. If you will see a visual timer if you're joining in person as well you also receive a 30 second audible warning you'll be muted once your time is up if you wish to speak on other items you may stay on the line any individuals who speak during public comment at today's meeting can send a brief written summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less at art hyphen i'm sorry art info at sfgov.org checking for in person public comments right now
2: Chaka, there was an indication that um, there was a public comment in person here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We are on item two. I'm um, sorry, item eight, sub item two. Uh, welcome, caller. Just let you know that you have three minutes. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Uh, again, this is Cindy Rose. and I was just looking at, I had printed out the minutes for the, um, the Visual Arts Committee that was held on January 18th, 2023, and it said that it was draft minutes. Um, and I don't know if that's because they haven't been approved yet. Um, but then I noticed on the January 20th um, Executive Committee meeting of the Arts Commission, uh, they're not noted as draft. So I'm not sure what the um, procedure is.
0: Thank you. Okay if I, okay.
1: public, comment, public comment closed. Public comment is now closed.
0: Okay. Public comment is now closed. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I'm now going to call for agenda item number nine, which is the consent calendar. The consent calendar um, I'm going to also ask for any recusals or withdrawals at this time. I know that Commissioner Brinzel is going to recuse for the purpose of our action on the symphony. And so we will lasso that issue out and come back to it. Uh, are there any other recusals from the uh, consent calendar? Okay. So we're going to separate out that item, which is item number four, uh, for the purposes of the consent calendar and proceed. The vote then would be on all items except for item number four. And we'll go through the typical recusal process for item number four. Okay, are there any other recusals? Seeing none, um, I am now going to ask uh, for a motion and ask for a on the motion to uh, accept all except for item number four on the consent calendar.
9: So moved, Shioda. Second, Second, Beltran.
1: Second is Beltran. Thank you. Is there any public comment on item number nine, remembering the exception of item number four?
0: We will be taking in-person public comment first. For those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening via WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. Please press only once since pressing it more than once removes you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item nine. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking and you will see a visual timer via WebEx. You will also see a visual timer if you're joining in person you receive a 30-second audible warning and you'll be muted once your time is up. If you wish to speak on other items, you may stay on the line. Any individuals who speak during public comment at today's meeting can also send a brief written summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less at r-info at sfgov.org. see no in-person public comment no public comment virtually there are no public comments public comments now closed thank you
1: thank you now I'd like to have any uh, discussion or comments from the commissioners seeing none remember this is with the exception of item number four um, may I ask for the final motion all of all those in favor say aye. aye aye opposed seeing none That motion carries, and now we will take up the other item separately. Thank you. Yeah, just just don't go way outside. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise you have to come all the way back down like I do. Thank you. So you you can see from the calendar that this is the item relating to the annual appropriation to the symphony. Um, There is nothing unusual about this. This is... Uh, By formula, it has been uh, vetted through all the appropriate mechanisms, but since we have a commission who is interested in the symphony, uh, they have recused recused themselves. So uh, this is now entertaining a motion on uh, the consent calendar for item number four, which pertains to the symphony. May I hear a motion, please? So move. Commissioner Beltran. Second. Shelby. Is there any commissioner discussion on this? Seeing none, is there any public comment on this?
0: We will be taking in-person public comment first. For those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening by WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star 3 to be placed in the queue. Once pressing in morning once we're you from the queue, instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 9, consent calendar. As a reminder, As a reminder, we will start your we will start your time once you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer via WebEx. If you're in person, you will also see a um, timer as well. You will also receive a 30 second audible warning, and once you're muted, your time is up. If you wish to speak on other items, you may stay on the line. Individuals who speak during public comment at today's meeting can mes- can send a message of a brief summary of the comment to be included in the minutes, if it's 100 word, 150 words or less, at art-info at sfgov.org. Thank you. Um, looking for in-person public comments. Okay. We have one person joining for in-person. We on consent calendar, item nine. Thank
1: you. Nine, item number four, yes. specific number to item four. number four
0: sorry number four item
3: yes this um, sorry this is cindy rose again um and so yeah i'm, ad- I'm addressing item four uh, the number agenda item nine, nine the consent calendar and i um as i mentioned i've been attending you know some of the symphony uh, performances and i i went to see the emergency shelter um uh, performance and you know, I did always have questions about, you know, how um, these artists survive, you know, because I know for me, um, with my career, that, you know, it's hard enough to live here. So um, anyways, but I was concerned about, you know, some of the lyrics in there about their housing and um, fringe benefits and non, you know, wage earnings and things. And so I would like to better understand um, how the symphony operates. and you know, see their financials and, you know, how these, um, artists or musicians are, um, compensated.
1: And thank you for your comments.
6: Thank
1: you. Is there any further public comment?
0: We you any additional public comments in person. Um, let's see, looking for any public comment virtually for. Item 9, specifically for item 4, um, see no additional public comments virtually as well. Public comment is now closed. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Agency Secretary. I'm now going to call item, uh, any further discussion on item number 9-4 from the commission? Seeing none, I'm now going to call for the motion. All those in favor?
5: Aye. Aye. Opposed?
1: Aye. Motion carries unanimously. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, now we need to call no, in no, no, no. Commissioner Brazil right. to return.
5: Thank you. <laughs> the motion
1: carried. Okay. I'm now calling for agenda item number 10, which is new business and announcements. Uh, this allows uh, any comments that people want to bring forward to tell us about what's what's happening. Um, first, I'll start with the commission. So, Commissioner Beltran.
2: I love how we have a silent language. Like you can look at me and say she wants to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Um, I I just wanted to um, I just wanted to mention in terms of uh, um, An amazing event and that was on January 12th. Um, I was at Orion press and actually got to Collaborate in experimenting with AI with um, the icon Laurie Anderson um, Who yeah who? I know I was gonna say and this is this is coming (laughs) and and so um, yeah and so she actually gave a talk and then she um, had an experiment where I gave her a um, a piece of uh, a sentence and she put it into an AI engine that was a collection of all of her lyrics and then and and it spit out a new song with my sentence and which was really amazing and then she also had Made, created an engine of all of Lou Reed, her late partner's lyrics. And so she put my sentence into that, um, into his engine and spit out a whole other song, poem. And then she put one, put my um, sentence into the mixture of both of them. So it was just, I mean, it was delightful. And of course, for me, it was just kind of a watershed event to collaborate with Laurie Anderson. But two nights later, I go to that to SF Jazz also to see Laurie Anderson and she is collaborating with Commissioner Shelby <laughs> <laughs> one, one <of> <laughs> yeah. who, who yes did yeah. um she had a whole evening of performance with you know four other collaborators and it was pretty amazing So he can probably talk about that so.
7: uh, it was just it was at SF Jazz over the last 10 years they've had residential artist directors and we all were part of their ten-year anniversary, and that was the first time I met her, played with her. She was delightful, and yes, she had a lot of um, she had a lot of um, electronic. And I don't think she had any AI up there, but she was doing sampling and looping, and she
11: was wonderful.
1: Commissioner McCoy. Hi.
11: Yes. Um, Thank you. February 22nd, it is the closing ceremony for the Black History Month celebration here at City Hall. And we will be honored to see many different artists, dancers, musicians, choirs. So I encourage everybody to, if you're available, to participate. I think it starts at 5.30 p.m. But it is a great demonstration of the arts in San Francisco.
5: Uh,
11: Five, 5.30 p.m. On the 22nd. On the 22nd. I think Malia Hol- uh, Cohen, our state controller, should be there. I think Supervisor uh, Shimon Walton, and uh, London Breed. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Any other news, comments, things such as that? All right. Um, I'm seeing none. Is there any public comment on item number 10, new business and announcements?
0: Okay, we will be taking in-person public comment first. For those joining remotely, please raise your hand if you're listening by WebEx. If you're calling by phone, press star 3 to be placed in the queue. Please press only once since pressing it more than once, remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item 10. As a reminder, your time will start when you begin speaking and you will see a visual timer if you're listening via WebEx. You will also see a visual timer if you're joining in person. You will receive a 30 second audible warning and will be muted once your time is up. If you wish to speak on other items, you may stay on the line. Any individuals who speak during public comment period at today's meeting can send a brief written summary of the comment to be included in the minutes if it's 150 words or less at art hyphen info at sfgov.org checking for in-person public comment okay now checking for public comment okay sorry we do have one person in-person public comment um,
3: yes. hi again this is cindy rose and um thank you for allowing me to come up so many times but i have had a lot of um ideas, whatever, going through my head recently. And on Friday as well, I um, I was introduced to the San Francisco Art University. Uh, they were having their, um, their spring, fl- their orientation for the new um, incoming um, school year. And so I was able to speak with um, several people there and I learned about how they um, have an architecture uh, program and they um, do a spring showcase of their work um, in the uh, I think in may and so and not only is this for the graduating seniors but but anyways, they do all these commercial projects um, for city works and they're presenting it as their you know their thesis or whatever but i from what I understand they do not present it to the actual city where they're proposing these um, uh, plans and so I would just like to think as a, I attended um, FITM, the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in San Francisco several years ago, um, or a number of years ago. And, um, and I did not pursue, I did an internship in fashion design, but I did not um, continue um, in that field. And so um, I just have concern, you know, people, they put all this effort into these designs and, um, you know, and creativity and that there isn't maybe some you know, end result career job you know, that may be specific for what, what they've been doing throughout the school year. And um, you know, obviously, architecture and design, I mean, four years isn't even really probably enough time, right, to, um, <laughs> to get through um, all the things to build. You know. But, um, but they also did not mention that they did uh, residential housing. So when you think about trying to re-landscape the city, you know, aesthetically and creatively. Um, it would just be nice if there was a way that you could um, bring in the, the public and the private sector. Um, these students, I mean, I know I paid a lot just for my two-year degree um, at FIDM and so it just be good um, and maybe working with retirees such as myself or somewhere where um, people get the mentorship and education at the same time
1: thank
5: you
1: you. you. is there any further public comment
0: I'm looking for any in-person public comments okay and now looking for any additional public comment virtually I see no other further public comment public comment is now closed thank
1: you so any final discussion from the Commission? I had
0: a quick
6: question. You, I saw our emails. I'm very excited. I'm officially a .gov, SF.gov person. <laughs> but my question is, the, do we set it up? Because I'm so we have set it up. Are we going to follow up? to?
1: So why don't we ask that question um, to the staff and we'll make sure that we get back to you. That'd be great. Thank Correct. you.
6: Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Anything else? Just want to, again, remind us of our reporting requirements get ahead of that don't try to do it at the very end uh, because you might have technological challenges and things such as that you want to get in the portal you want to get your information fed and you can always amend it but you want to be timely with that so that there are no issues there are fines and it's also public if you haven't done it so uh, i encourage that form 700 compliance anything else before i now move this to the final agenda item which is agenda item number 11, which is adjourned. (laughs)
3: Um, Commissioner Collins.